Hello and welcome into Thomas Manning's Movie Reviews. Uh, this is a new podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy. First off, I'm going to be giving you my review for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. This was just released last weekend. Uh, it's written and directed by Michael Doherty, and it stars Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby Brown, Ken Watanabe, among others. And uh, I was honestly disappointed by this film. I went in just expecting an epic monster action film from Walt wall-to-wall beginning to end uh, but I was disappointed by a lot of the middle sections of the film they focused too much on the human aspect of the story and if they had developed that drama well I would have been all for it but at the end of the day some of the script was very poorly written there were a lot of silly character decisions made and it just didn't jive with what they were going for but make no mistake the uh, monster action was pretty incredible of course you had Godzilla you had Mothra you had a Rodan you had Ghidorah, the three-headed dragon. Every single scene with them was beautiful. You had some just epic action sequences. Uh, just the scope of it all was beautiful to watch. Uh, beautiful cinematography. The music, the score from uh, Bear McCreary was very impressive. The sound design, you could really feel it uh, pounding in your chest. But those couldn't quite make up for a uh, screenplay that had a lot of really poor elements to it. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out on the big screen just for the monster action alone. But right now I'm settling at a, at about a B-. minus. Had it not been for the epic monster scenes, I would have given it probably a C plus or C. But definitely worth checking out, but not quite an A+, plus like I was hoping for. All right, and the next movie we're going to be looking at is Rocket Man, directed by Dexter Fletcher, written by Lee Hall, starring Taron Edgerton, Jamie Bell, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Richard Madden. Among others, this is the musical biopic of Elton John, who is one of the greatest musicians of all time. And I'm going to go right out and say it. this was probably one of the best films I've seen thus far in 2019. Not necessarily my personal favorite, but one of the best overall, without a doubt. Not your standard biopic. Uh, if you look at Bohemian Rhapsody from last year, a lot of the criticisms that that got as the biopic of Freddie Mercury, the lead singer of Queen, a lot of the criticism that Bohemian Rhapsody got was that it didn't give any new spin to the biopic genre. It was just kind of a by-the-numbers review of Freddie Mercury's life, musical prodigy, getting into the rock and roll lifestyle and all the negative aspects that go along with that, and uh, eventually coming full circle and finding his uh, true passion and love in his music and with his uh, personal life. But... Other than that, there wasn't really anything new added to it. However, with Rocket Man, uh, it was incredibly creative and unique. It was a musical, and the uh, songs of Elton John told the story more than anything. Uh, just listening to the lyrics, they line up perfectly with what is going on on screen. Taron Edgerton's performance was stellar. Probably one of the best performances I've seen this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get nominated for a Best Actor later on this year. Jamie Bell, who played Bernie Taupin, his songwriter, was an incredible supporting actor. And you had Bryce Dallas Howard, who played the mother of Elton John, who wasn't your typical loving mother. Uh, she kind of disowned Elton at some points for some of his decisions in his life and some of the lifestyle he chose to live, and she wasn't a huge fan of that. Uh, eventually, she came to love him and appreciate him and support him for who he was. But uh, it was definitely a struggle for her and even bigger struggle for Elton John himself. Uh, but yeah, Edgerton's performance was incredibly nuanced and rich. 
and just the mannerisms on his face there were so many different layers to it you kind of saw the marvelous glory of elton john you saw the agonizing brokenness the success the intense loneliness and eventually his personal peace and contentment that he fought that he found and just an incredibly beautiful story the cinematography the dance choreography the editing uh, all of it came together technically to create just a brilliant masterpiece in my eyes uh, i don't know if everybody else will see it the same way but that's how i felt so at the end of the day i'm settling on an a plus grade for rocket man it's not usually a grade i give out very often but this one earned it for me it was just the incredible uniqueness of it and one of the best of the year and i look forward to seeing how it fares during awards season and finally we have x-men dark phoenix this is the final chapter in the 20th Century Fox iteration of the X-Men, as Disney just recently purchased Fox, and Disney's going to be heading uh, the direction of the X-Men franchise, possibly bringing them into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is in a different uh, continuity than these X-Men films that we've had since 2000, going back to the very first X-Men. Uh, they introduced a lot of people to this modern-day superhero genre, myself included. Uh, this film itself had a lot of production troubles. They had to change directors. They had to do some major reshoots and script rewrites at pretty late stages in the game. The release date was pushed back multiple times. And I still held out hope because I've enjoyed the majority of the X-Men films. Uh, there's been about 11 of them, I would say, and only three of them that I didn't enjoy. So eight that you enjoyed compared to three that you didn't in 19 years that's not a bad track record so i went into this uh, cautiously optimistic it is uh, directed by simon kimberg based on the comics of course by john byrne chris claremont dave cockrum jack kirby and stan lee it is starring james mcavoy michael fassbender jennifer lawrence nicholas holt sophie turner evan peters jessica chastain among others and i was honestly very disappointed by what I ended up with at the end of the day. The, uh, the the musical score from Hans Zimmer was, of course, magnificent. He's one of the greatest film composers that we've ever seen. The sound design, the editing, the action set pieces, the cinematography, all of that, the technical elements were pretty solid and uh, really had you engrossed in some elements. But once again, the narrative was just so cliched. The dialogue was unimaginative. The acting just felt lethargic, even with such a star-studded cast. They just didn't feel like they were there. They didn't feel like they wanted to be there in some parts. Based on one of the most iconic comic book story arcs of all time, the uh, Dark Phoenix Saga, I was expecting or hoping for just an epic uh, cinematic event. And I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for, you know, some poetic licensing, some adaptation licensing to tell a story how they wanted to. But the way they told the story just did not work. They crammed a lot of things into a fairly short movie by superhero standards. It was an hour and 53 minutes long. They probably could have added about 30 minutes to further flesh out the story. But I'm not going to say that would have made it a better movie. Uh, just because I saw the, the way they wrote the story as it was just didn't work. So I can't say for sure whether 30 minutes would have made it a better movie. Possibly would have made it make a little more sense. But better overall, it's hard to say. Uh, they tried to explore some pretty compelling themes, you know, family, loyalty, social stereotypes, and social classifications, as the X-Men stories have always tried to do. 
but they didn't put enough focus on that and instead put focus on just generic development of plot points and plot beats that we've seen multiple times over and over, uh, not just in the superhero genre, but in all fictional classifications of stories. And at the end of the day, I just walked away feeling empty. It's definitely worth watching for diehard fans of the X-Men franchise. It's not the worst of the bunch. For me, it probably falls at about number 8 out of 11. So there are definitely some worse in this uh, Fox X-Men franchise that are there are definitely a few that are worse, but this isn't one for just casual fans and casual moviegoers. Uh, they can definitely skip it and be perfectly fine. I'm right at about a C-plus grade for it just because, once again, Hans Zimmer's score really saved it for me and some of the other mechanical and technical aspects were really visceral and, uh, you know, blood-pumping. But, once again, the script, all so silly in so, so many aspects. Uh, so, yeah, about a C-plus. Not one that I recommend to the casual moviegoer, but to the superhero fans out there, it, it's worth checking out. It's not not going to be your Avengers Endgame, which is still in theaters and breaking all sorts of box office records. It's not going to be anything like that, but it's it's one that you can still have a decently fun time with. All right, well, I appreciate you guys tuning in to Thomas Manning's movie reviews from WGWG.org. Hope you enjoy, and I hope you stick around for the next time. And once again, Thomas Manning's movie reviews... Hope everybody has a great day.